Wine, Xiaobo, Plum. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kekueva Junior Show, starring Junior Kekueva Junior. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bonet Band as he makes any guy from Hawaii. And now, Junior Kekuwaba Junior! Ah, Mahalo, Kajin, Mahalo, thank you. Thank you, Kajin, Mahalo, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mahalo, okay, not for any guys. Crap, hold it now. Hey, how's it, how's it, how's it, how's it? Man, welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Kekuwaba Junior. Bro, I'm just surviving this stuff, bro. I don't know. My voice coming back pretty soon. But uh, until it does, bro, bro, the show must go on. We just got to handle. That's it. Got to handle. Okay? And that, that's the name of the game. Bro, handle. So first of all, uh, attitude of gratitude before we handle. Okay? Got to gotta do first. Bro, you got to do first things first, Owens. Got to. Okay, so um, we sell a new record. We've been off the podcast a few days. Uh, recovering from this uh, laryngitis. Uh, laryngitis happens once in a while when you know when you scream too much at at your. Um, <laughs> never, never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, I was gonna say servants, but actually they're not servants. So the people we hire to do the job wrong. You see, you see what I'm saying? Oh man! Hey, want to say how uh, model to the people in the United States, and that includes the three top states. Okay, number one is California. We don't know why. We was hoping, we was hoping was, was Hawaii. You know what I mean? And we still get hopes because Hawaii is, the numbers are increasing, but still, uh, I don't know. So California is number one, Texas number two. Okay. Hawaii is number three. Okay. Hawaii is number one in stuff like crystal meth. You know, Hawaii is number one in things like, uh, you know, the kind of decisions they, they're making in the, the politicians kind of, we're number one in stuff like that. Uh, not podcasts. So we're going to change that. We're going to change that. We want to say how's it to uh, all the countries, okay? And uh, the countries go like this. So uh, Ireland, uh, Ghana, the Netherlands, uh, let's, let's see, Canada, United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Poland, Australia, France, Brazil, Slovakia, Germany, South Africa, Italy, Russia, Japan, oh, Belgium, Peru, Israel, Romania, Vietnam, Philippines, and Austria. So, uh, yeah, we get plenty of countries, like say Mahalo. Uh, our brand new state is Kentucky. So that's a brand new one. So we like to say how's it to Kentucky. Uh, males, uh, 91%. Okay. Females is 8%. But we get like, we, we get like one coalition of about 150 girls hanging on. So, uh, females, Mahalo, Mahalo. Thank you, females. And, uh, so yeah. And it kind of breaks down like that. And, uh, most people listen to us on, on Apple. And we don't even have, bro, we're not even showing those analytics this morning. But, uh, yeah, so, so that's basically the, basically the lowdown. That's a lowdown, cousins, right there. And, you know, today on the podcast, bro, we're going to talk about something. We're going to talk about something important, okay? Now, when I was a kid, right, Mamata, Mamata was always a kind. See, Mamata, my stepfather, see, my stepfather never really, you know, he never really say nothing because Mamata was the boss, you know what I mean? <laughs> And if it wasn't for my uncle, you know, they told me, bro, no, listen to you, Mara. What you doing? Listen to you, Mara. So, um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so I get, I giving you too much on the inside, Owens. Too much on the inside. No, but my mother was the, you know, she was the kind. She, 
She was, she, you know, mothers always teach us manners, okay? You know, you got to be a gentleman. You got to pull out a chair. In fact, my mother, my mother actually made me take her dinner one night, okay? And this was on Mother's Day. And she said, okay, you're going to take me to dinner. Because I, I had, I was making money. I was making money. I don't know. I was, I was, uh, oh, how was, I, I was like, like, I think I was 11, 10 or 11. And I forgot what my hustle was. But, uh, but I was making money. But, I, you know, oh, I know what, I, I was saving money. So you know that, you know that the Christmas, birthday, right? So I put all this money away. And I had it, you know, and I was doing stuff. So we, we were selling wire rings. Okay, so I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't really tell people about this stuff. Okay, you know telephone wire, the multicolored wire, right? So we used to take that and we used to make rings out of them. We used to make crafts, right? And then we used to sell them. And the kupuna used to feel sorry for us, basically. Trust me, we never have one real market. No, for real. Wasn't, wasn't this kind, you know, like... Like, oh, you know, John D. Rockefeller, when he started, he started with this and he that. No, 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 it's nothing like that. It's not the kind of success story kind of speech, but no worries. No, we did these wire rings, right? And we just, you know, you just wrap them, right? And then the kupuna would go, oh, house, oh, that, that is such a nice ring. Yeah, $5, right? You see, but, you know, back in the day, right? You know, we never know. We're small kids, right? So when I was 11, I, I, I went pile up all this the I don't stash bro I don't stash I think like I had like hundred dollars something like in those days was big money those days hundred bucks was big money so my mother said well for Mother's Day I want to go to dinner and I'm like oh okay so we went to dinner right and my mother said okay you have the chance to pay for for the dinner you know and I'm like oh I gotta pay for dinner well you know I never had to pay for dinner right that was the first thing. Well, I gotta pay for dinner, and so we went to the so we went to the Wailua Marina restaurant, right? And then I had to be the guy, you know. So she goes, "Well, you gotta pull out mommy's chair." So I go, "Okay, I pull out mommy's chair." I'm like, "Damn, son of a," you know. And then so I pull out my mother's chair. Mother sit down and I push me in, you know. And then I go around and I sit down, and I was all dressed up, you know. I wasn't like dressed to the nines, but you know, I think I had on on nice, you know. The kind of shirt and pullover shirt, right? You know, jeans. My hair was all the kind. Back in the day, we had to use grease. You know, my hair was all slicked down. You know, <laughs> bro. I mean, bro, today I would look like an idiot. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? So anyway, like you know, I would look special today, right? Because we, we no can use all the kind of words anymore. But anyway, so I, I sat down and we had dinner, right? Now the thing that really was the kicker. And my mother will tell you this. If you ever talk to my mother, she will confirm this. And we, we so we had dinner. Everything was good, right? And and my mother was happy. My mother was teaching me, right, how for, how for being gentlemen. Okay, she was teaching me how for being She t- taught me how to pull out the chair. I do this, do that. You know, I was already trained for other stuff. I knew which knife for use, you know, for put butter. <laughs> which knife for use for cut the steak. Which knife for use for, you know, throw at the guy at the next table, you know. But I knew, I knew, I knew all this stuff, see. But, but she was teaching me, you know, like, okay, you gotta go, you gotta, you know, you gotta pay, right? So she was teaching me all that kind. Then came time for pay the bill, right? And then I go, okay, so now, now I gotta look. So I always looked at this. From 11 years old, Hines, I always looked at this as how much I'm willing, I'm willing to lose, right? How much am I willing to give up, right? You know what I'm saying? 
And I looked at the bill, and I don't know, back in the day, the bill was probably 40 bucks, right? Something like that. I had 100, right? So I go, well, okay, I, I still get still get some left. I still get some money left, you know. So, so, But I brought the whole thing. You know, I brought my wad in my pocket, right? I had, you know, I think I had dollar bills in fives. <laughs> so, so I had, like, all the huge, the guy. And so there I was counting out the bill, right? And then my mother said, well, you got to leave tip. And I'm like, what? I'm like, she gotta, you got to leave tip for the girl. I'm like, I got to leave tip so that the tip part was the part that would hang me up. I got to leave tip, right? And then, so that was, bro, that was like pulling teeth. It was almost like I was at the dentist and the teeth and the dentist was like, okay, we got to do this. It was almost that painful. You know how the, you know how when you when you get your up tight? Okay, I was like that. I was breaking out in a sweat. I was like, what? I got to give one tip. So finally, okay, I gave the tip. And my mother goes, a little bit more. And then, you know, and, I, and I'm counting, right? I, I'm pulling money out of my mouth, getting smaller, smaller, smaller. Right? My mother goes, a little bit more. You know, and I'm like, okay, all right, all right, all right. You know, and so finally I left enough tip, right? Oh, bro, that was a struggle. That was a struggle. And even my mother, till today, she remember that. Well, you know, and I tell her, Ma, you remember that time I took you out for Mother's Day and you was teaching me how to do all this kind of trip? You know, and my mother, my mother, she, ah, oh, man. So, so anyway, and that was the hard part, was leaving the tip, right? So why am I telling you this? Because my mother was the kind of person that would teach me all kinds of stuff, you right? You know, and half of the stuff she taught me was wrong because half of the stuff she taught me, you know, was, was from the, from the women's side of stuff, right? I was a dude, right? So my uncle was the guy on the other side because my stepfather, he was he was neutral, you know? And, and, and he was, you know, I almost said the word neutered. Uh, neutral, he was he was neutral, right? Again. And so so my uncle was the one telling me all this stuff, right? And my uncle was the one, you know, come here, you look, you need to learn how for troll. Come here, come here, come here, right? And my uncle was the one. You know, me and my uncle was going up and up. We was doing all kinds of stuff on the side. And my mother never even knows. She never catch him. You see what I mean? But my mother was always telling me, you know, you you have to be nice. You have to be, you know, like that. And my uncle was like, hey, you know what? Freak him. And, and so, so it's almost like my, my childhood, you know, I had the angel on her shoulder over there. The other side I had the devil, right? So my, my mother would say, well, you, you know, you need to have manners. My uncle's on the other side. Yeah, you need to have manners, but if the guy's mess with you, bro, punch him in the face. You see, so, so I had the two, I had the two sides always. I had the two sides, right? And, and sometimes I would snap and I would go with my uncle's side. You see what I mean? And other times I would just, you know, I would control, bite my tongue, you know, and not say nothing, right? But one of the things my mother was trying to teach me, right, when I was small, and I don't believe in this at all. My mother was saying, you know, when you do something, when you're in one situation and you got to walk away from something, you got to walk away in one good way. Otherwise, you're going to burn your bridges, right? And and so this thing stuck in my head like for the longest, even till till today. Right? Well, till today, I mean now, you know, I I don't care. I mean, you know, and and this is like for years I never care, right? And I'm talking like my professional life I never care, right? Because here's this here's there's two ways to think about burning bridges, okay? Now you can burn bridges, okay? If you if you know you're not going back down that road, okay? So you you know cuz like one regular bridge, right? Let's call it a regular bridge. Okay? You you cross the wooden bridge. 
you get to the other side. Now, if you're not going back, if you're not going back anymore, okay, and this goes with everything. I, I don't care, relationship, uh, business, right, with, with your companies, with your with your employers, with, with your, you know, whatever, anybody, anything. So you get to the other side of the bridge, right, and you know you're not going back across. Guarantee you're not going, okay, because you're going the other way and you're just going, you're just going. Then you could pour kerosene all over that wooden bridge or gasoline all over it, and you could take that match and you can go woof and <laughs> like him again, always woof. Okay, and you can and you can just bro, that thing is just gonna go up in smoke, and you can stand there and watch the bridge burn. Okay, all right, and then and guarantee, but you cannot go back. You cannot go back. Okay, now I'm going to head somewhere else with this. But first, I'm going to tell you, when you burn your bridges down, okay, Hawaiians, burn them good, right? Because I'm going to tell you, right, when it comes to when it comes to places that I've worked before, I'm not going back. You know that? Why would you go back? Okay, now this is if you had on bad experience. Now, I'm not talking about you get a good experience and you're going to burn your bridge, okay? Okay, knock on head. No. Not like that. Okay. Different. Okay. If you had on bad experience, if you had on bad experience someplace, you know, forgive my voice, Hines. It's just one of those things. If you had on bad experience, burn the bridge down. Burn them all the way. But if you can burn them, burn them all the way. Okay. Because this is a signal to the other side that, you know what? Freak this. I ain't coming back. Right. And I, and you don't need them. If somebody gave you a bad experience, if somebody, you know, treats you like crap, why would you go back? Okay, only an idiot would do that. You gotta have so you gotta be an imbecile to do that. You gotta be you gotta be low low for do that. Okay, Hawaiians, cause you know, sometimes I'm talking to the local Hawaiians. Okay, now you guys you guys in the mainland, Kentucky, right? You guys just joined. Okay, so we'll tell you, Kentucky, if you're gonna burn that bridge, burn it all the way down okay burn it to the ground all right but then don't ever go back in that direction okay now here this is why this is why because it doesn't make sense for you to wash lather rinse repeat it, it doesn't or whatever right lather rinse repeat lather rinse repeat lather rinse repeat there you go right it doesn't make sense you already had a bad experience they already treated you bad they already disrespected you why are you going back? See? So so I was taught, young kid time, oh, don't burn your bridges. You know, okay. Yeah, if it's a good bridge, don't burn it. Of course. But if it's a bad bridge, burn it down to the ground. I'm talking relationships. I'm talking jobs. I'm talking everything. Everything. Hawaiians, everything. Okay? You guys in Kentucky, everything. It works for everything. So, So here's the thing that happened to me a lot. It has happened to me a lot. So, you know, like, okay, so I like I used to date these chicks, right? You know, and and most of the chicks, I gotta, I gotta tell you, most of the chicks I dated in my life, and that's a lot of chicks, okay, they was cool. And and we just kind of floated away from each other. Uh most of the time. You see, some of the time, uh, like this last time, I don't know, I, I still don't know yet. The verdict's not in. But most of the time, right? They just we just kinda you know, like 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 I told you guys about those six girls, right? And every every girl had on we weekday, 
right? We had we had we had Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday I had to rest, bro. I was oh, bro, <laughs> I was tired. Mm. I was tired. Okay, now and and you know, but with that said, okay, you know when I found the one that I really gravitated to, right? The other ones just and they know. Women, women can sense this stuff in you before you even open your mouth. You don't even have to tell them. They know something's different, okay? They can tell and slowly, you know, everything just kind of, kind of fades like that. You know, a couple of them, I had to get rid of them. I had to, you know, I had to. But, but the other, you know, the majority of, and I'm talking about in my whole, in my whole life now. Now, I still get cheeks in my life. They come back. They still come back. They still call. They still, you know, hey, hey. And they still get the vulgar. Hey. <laughs> and well, hey, just want to say what's up. You, you know. And then sometimes they like advice. They like advice from me on how to handle the dude because the dude is not performing. Okay. And I'm not talking in a bed performing. I'm talking he's not being a man, right? And they they asking me like, okay, how can I teach him how to do this, do that, you know, whatever. And, you know, and I'm like, well, how nanny, first of all. You should have got to one man. Secondly, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I, I get some of these chicks that, that the guys, you know, for whatever reason, they told a guy that they was with me at one point, right? So the guy is like, oh, you get complex about me. So, I mean, you know, so the hey, I got to call you on the side. You know what? Because my boyfriend, he get, all, he, he get all jacked up when I talk about you. So I'm like, well, why you talk about me? You, you see what I'm saying? But those girls... And that's why I tell you guys, okay? Now, talking to you 30, 35-year-old guys, you 60-year-old guys, you know this already, okay? The 60-plus demo that we got, okay? You guys know this already. But the younger kids, the younger guys, right? When you treat women with respect, and I'm not talking about kissing kissing butt. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about telling her how cute she looks, okay? She knows how cute she looks, and she also knows her flaws, okay? So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you treat a woman the way you're supposed to and be one man and be the leader. Okay, when it's time to just... Because sometimes things just don't go as planned. And they go their way and you go yours, right? And it's not always drama. It's not always because you found on cheek or she found on dude. It's just people get busy. People get pretty soon, you, you know, you're doing something else. Life happens like that. Okay, so when life happens like that, instead of being, you know, on crybaby... Okay, gentlemen, okay, instead of being a crybaby or instead of, you know, being vindictive or doing something or, you know, whatever. But if you just if you just let the boat sail into the sunset, she'll be back. <laughs> she'll be back. Bruh, she's coming back. No, I'm not talking about, you know, special conditions, you know, like you like you fooling around on cheek and she going she going dude. Right, not talking about that guy, you know, because they could get married. They, I mean, stuff could happen on that side of the fence, and yeah, maybe she won't be back. I'm talking about just regular. She's single, you're single. You guys seen each other, and then kind of float away years later, bro. If you're good to a chick, she will call you. She will remember you. But hey, chicks, right? They text me out of left field. I'm, you know, walking down the street. I get my my phone with me. I'm like, oh hey, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But you gotta, they gotta know that you got their back. They gotta know that you, you know, keep them on a down low, right? You know, I, t- I tell stories on a podcast, but I don't mention names. You see what I'm saying? 
You know, so if anybody listening, right, it's going to only be her that knows it's her. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then, and then not only that, she called me up. She said, hey, Frick, I heard you mention my story in a podcast. And you told our story in a podcast, huh? And I'm like, yeah, well, nobody nobody know the names. She goes, then, then she goes, uh, so what you doing Friday? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? All right. So if you do that, Garen's Barbarians bug a rebound. Garen's Barbarians, but, but they got to know you good. They gotta know they can trust you. If they if they don't trust you, if they cannot trust you, you out, Hawaiians. You out, pow. Okay, and I'm talking to you guys in Maine. I'm talking to our listeners in New York, in California, Texas, all over. I'm talking to all you guys, letting you guys know it works the same way. Okay, I don't care where you're from, I don't care what color you are, okay? If it's male versus female, you right, okay? Male brain, female brain, bro, try that, it works, okay? By talking about, you know, when something goes wrong and you got to kick their butt out, okay? Burn that bridge, okay? It's because there's so many people. So people know that about me. People know, the guys I work around, they know that about me. They know that it doesn't matter if it's a girl, a guy. It doesn't matter if it's a cross-dresser. It doesn't matter if it's a... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, okay? Because, because here's the thing, right? So, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of girls that I could mention or things like that that I could mention, you know, that dating kind of stuff. But you know how many girls there are in this world? Okay. And you know how many dudes, no more chicks in this world? Ladies, you 8% that listen to us, right? All right. Now, when you take that into consideration, why are you going to let one person, right, occupy the space in your head rent free? Why are you going to do that? Why are you going to let one person dictate what you do or or not even that? Why are you going to let one person disrupt what you're doing? Why are you going to let one person make you any kind and it's going to affect your life? No. Burn down the bridge. Burn them. Pow. Gone. That's it. You know, chicks get one chance with me. That's it. One. Just one chance. No. There is some leniency. See what I'm saying? Because I get rules. I get standards. All right, and that's part of the reason why they keep calling me, you know, from like eight, nine years ago, right? You know, and and because because if you're good to them, right, and do you honest, okay? But if if you're giving them a line of crap, right, they go find out, guaranteed they're gonna find out, and when they find out, it's aloha, aloha ball. Well, that's what we say over here in Hawaii for you guys, for for you guys listening in Delaware. Mm. We do have listeners in Delaware. We like to aloha you guys, mahalo you guys. But but that's what I'm talking about, you know. You gotta burn the bridge all the way down. So so these these chicks, you know, they they did something, said something, whatever. They you know, I just you know they're on my social media. A lot of them are on my social media. They come in my inbox, you know, or they don't answer. You know you know if a chick plays that game with me and she don't answer, Paul, I do have a block switch, right? Boom, gone, right? People at work. There, there used to be chicks in the, in the, in the radio studio and guys in the radio studio. You know, guys included. You know, some, somebody, you know, they, they make me any kind. Okay, they don't exist anymore. That's it. Bruh, the world is full of people. The world is full of, of opportunities. And here's the, here's the, the nugget from this podcast, Hawaiians. Okay. Your life path is not dependent on any other soul on this planet. Your life path is yours. 
Okay? And it's you and God. And you guys working this thing together. You are co-creators. And it goes from there. Right now, if you look at that from that perspective, somebody gives you a bunch of crap, burn that bridge. And I'll tell you why. Okay? Because, you know, early early on before all this popularity that I got, right? And and this is like way before, right? When when these things happen, there was there was girls from those times that I still know. And they still call once in a while. Sometimes they no call. Sometimes, you know, they, they just they message me or DM me on, on Instagram. You see what I'm saying? Just you know, oh just just wanna say hi. You know, and they they say hi, you know, it, that leads sometimes it leads to something, sometimes it don't. But I'm just saying, okay. Now, the the thing that you guys gotta keep in mind, okay, is that you know, these when you when you burn that bridge down. Okay, and there's no chance to go back across that bridge, or there's no chance for the person on the other side to come across the bridge. You see what I'm saying? You gotta shut the door, okay? Because the you know there was these people from before, right? And they never know me, and they didn't want to have anything to do with me, and you know, and they they painted that big L on my forehead, you know, loser, right? Loser, okay? And I wasn't a loser. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that was a. That was a thing, okay. That that was a thing, and so, uh, you know, and then and then, the popularity thing happened, okay. And all these guys came around again, you know. These girls came around again. These guys that were flakes, these guys that was full of crap came around again, okay. Now here's the thing that happens when you start getting to the point, and I'm talking to you, thirty year olds, when you get to the point that you happening. When you get to the point that you're doing something good and money's coming in and jobs are there and, you know, and in my case, it was entertainment. In your case, it could be a law firm. You could be the senior partner in a law firm. You could be the junior partner in a law firm. But you're up on that ladder is what I'm saying. You're popular at that time. You're happening at that time, right? Now, you got you to gotta enjoy your time. You got to make sure that you know who your friends are. Right? Because the guys that, that, you know, you never burn the bridge, they go come running across that bridge. Okay? And they're going to make like, they was there supporting you all along. Right? Okay? They're going to make it say, hey, bro, long, long time. Let's see. You know. Bro, I got one of those guys on my Facebook. He just came back. He just came back running across the bridge. Right? And he doesn't realize, he doesn't realize what an a-hole he was to me. Right, you know what? It just a, and it wasn't really an a hole in that sense. It was more of a fake ass kind of thing, right? But you know that's that's the kind of people I stay away from, right? You know you want to be around somebody sincere. You wanna you wanna be around sincere people because you wanna know that what you see is is actually what you're getting. You see what I'm saying? That's why you need to be sincere with people. You need to be sincere with people, and you need to hang with sincere people. Okay, and that's why, you know, I mean, they say, right, you, you look at five guys, okay, you look at somebody's five closest friends, and you can tell them who they are. You can, because like attracts like. Now, all these synthetic guys, all these guys that, you know, right, they're all like, hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, aloha, aloha. You know, all those guys, those guys. Okay, okay, for you guys in Kentucky, you know, hey, hi, how are you, how are you, how are you, <laughs> those guys, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not teasing Kentucky, I'm not teasing you guys, I'm just saying, right, so, so those guys, right, those people 
they, they will come running back across that bridge and that's what you don't want. That's why you burn the bridge. Okay? You burn the bridge for a couple reasons. Number one, it forces you not to go back down that road because you burnt the bridge to the ground. There is no bridge. Now, in order to get across there, you got to swim. And why would you do all that effort, right? Why would you make that effort if it didn't work out in the first place? Okay? So, so you don't want to have to go back. You want something that reminds you, oh, yeah, okay, I'm not going back that way. So sometimes you got to force it upon yourself. Burn the bridge down to the ground. Okay? The other thing you don't want is those guys, right, coming across the bridge, and now they're they pretending that they supported you all the way. You know, all this time, right? You know, hey, well, hey, didn't see you all this time. They know, they're well aware of what's going on in your life. Especially if you're in the public eye, right? Everybody can see, everybody knows. Rob, I got these chicks coming over to my office, right? Out of the blue, out of the blue, right? They, they want to they wanna meet me. They come around the office, right? They, they come... And and they they buy some of my products or they go oh I was just looking for that book that you had oh really hey, well, let's talk story let's talk story see what I'm saying now ain't talking story and pretty soon we're talking story pretty soon we're down at the restaurant pretty soon you know after that we're up in a hotel you know but there, you know how many restaurants there are in the Alamona area mm-hmm. Get the Alamona Hotel. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, and it, and it got to the point, right? With a guy behind a desk. <laughs> oh, there comes another one. Hey, Junior, how's it? How's it? How are you? How are you? Yeah, we get your favorite room right there. Go, go, go. Everything is stocked already. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, I'm, I'm talking real life stuff, Hoines. I'm talking real life stuff. Okay? So the point is, when you burn the bridge all the way down, it works both ways for you. It prevents you from making the same mistakes with the same people or the same business or the same company or the same whatever it is, okay? And it also prevents those guys, right, from coming across the bridge and and giving you a line of crap and pretending that they was there for you all this time, okay? And, oh, you know that misunderstanding we had back, you know, back uh, five years ago? And, uh, we, you, you know, oh, that, that was a complete misunderstanding, <laughs> you know? Why why did they do that? Well, because now, right, they see something they can benefit from, right? So they go, come, they go, okay, they go kiss up to you, they go make you, right? And then pretty soon, right, you, you got to know who your friends are. Because pretty soon you fall for that. And you go, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that there was a misunderstanding. Because at that point, guess what, always? At that point, you got what you want, right? And you're happy, okay? Now, letting these guys in or giving them what they want or, what you know, giving them an opportunity or pulling them inside, whatever. You could go on state job, right? And then these guys that gave you a hard time, you know, you go, oh, misunderstanding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you pull the guy in and give him a job. You see what I'm saying? So it works for a whole bunch of stuff, okay? But it works two ways. That's the point. There you go, okay? So so when you burn a bridge, burn it all the way down. You know, my mom, my mom used to tell me, don't burn a bridge. You're going to need them one day. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, why would I need somebody that was crappy to me? You know, but bro, I can, I can look back on my life and I can tell you who helped me. I can tell you who was there. You know, give you an idea, okay? 
of how fake the entertainment industry is and how fake the the you know when you're a public figure you you think you you look at these guys and you go wow wow they're going good life they're going you know trust me how it's a job it's just a job that's all it is when i was at at my peak performance right when i was at my peak right when when things was happening at at the very peak of everything first of all you don't know it's the peak Okay, you don't see it as that. You just see it as a lot of work. When the work goes away, okay, and the peak goes down, okay, you just look at it like, well, oh, hardly get jobs now, right? But it's always somebody else's turn. I think the hardest people that have this, you know, that that have that kind of job, one of the hardest is models. Models have it tough. You know the Instagram models. You check a look. Okay, so I own a modeling agency. It's called Wild Wahini Models on Instagram. Now, when you look at these girls and you look at the beginnings, right? Because we, we, got, we got photos all the way from the beginning till now. And you can see the progression with these girls. You can see how they progressed over the, over the years and the months. And, and what is sometimes it's months, sometimes it's a year, sometimes it's two years, right? And you can see that they will start to amp things up. They will start to get more freaky. They will start to get more sensationalism kind of stuff, right? Because they have to. Why? Well, because girls are born every day, right? Girls turn 18 every day, right? Okay. Girls become models every day. There's a new girl, okay? There's a hotter, younger, right? Okay. No stretch marks, never have baby yet. You see what I'm saying, right? And then so in and girls have to compete with that. Right? So girls are very competitive. Women are very competitive. Okay? Now let's kick it up another notch. Let's go national so you know what I'm talking about. Miley Cyrus. You remember Miley Cyrus? You know, good old Miley Cyrus, right? So Miley Cyrus was she she was really clean cut, right? Her father, country music. They was all good. They was all country. They was all clean. They were right. What happened to Miley Cyrus? Well, you know, after a while, right? She started, she started, you know, she started turning. And she started, you know, the image, right? So the image went bad girl, right? Why? Well, because good girls don't bring in as much money as bad girls. That's why, right? And pretty soon, right? Pretty soon she was going off. She was twerking. She was doing all kinds of stuff that, that you wouldn't think, right, she would turn into. You wouldn't think she would turn into that. And she turned into that. And then pretty soon, what happened? Well, <laughs> she went off the deep end, right? They all do. That's part of the thing, okay? She went off the deep end, and then she would rebound, okay? By the time she would rebound, who was popular after that? Yeah, you see? Do you see? You already got the image in your head, right? The number one song right now in, in, in America, and the good part of the world, because everybody follows America's lead, Right? Who has the number one song? Cardi B. Now, Cardi B took it to the next level. Right? She took it to the next level. Now, the only problem I have, now, I don't, you know, when I heard the song, I was like, I'm an adult. I heard the song. I'm like, I'm like, oh, right on. You know, this is, this is over the top. Right? You know. And I'm talking about WAP in, just in case you don't know. And in case you don't know, just Google the lyrics and it would, it would show you. You know, I, I'm not about um, restricting freedom of speech or freedom of expression. 
as a life coach, right, I actually encourage uh, freedom of expression and freedom of speech. I encourage my clients to express themselves, right? And so I take a lot of introverts and I turn them into extroverts, okay? Now, I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not condoning turning people into a Cardi B extrovert because it's kind of over the top, right? But you got to understand the economics. You got to understand the money part, right? You know, and, and she probably enjoys these guys, right? So you got to find the right girl. You got to find the right, right? She's willing to put herself out there like that. Okay, go. You know, and she's making millions of dollars. Bruh, these guys have the money. They're not worried about the money part. Okay, because they see the greater, they see the greater part of the equation, the profits. Okay, so the profits go come, Garen's Ball Barons, guarantee. Okay, for you guys in you guys in Texas, Garen's Ball Barons is a local expression in Hawaii. It just means guaranteed. Okay, so guarantee, right? And and the the profits come in, and these guys make money. I mean, tons of money, and the money they make is not just the recording. There's all kinds of sponsors linked to this thing. And, you know, there's, there's other manufacturers that are in on this stuff. And they want in on this stuff. There's, there's, there's Ferragamo. There's Gucci. There's all these guys. And they all put up product. Right? Because And they all pay. They pay for Cardi B to use the product. Okay? So there's another line of income over there. There's, there's so many elements to this thing. It's not just about the song. But when I heard the song, I go, okay... You know, to me, I saw it for what it was, right? And yes, it's sensationalism. And yes, it's about marketing. Yes, it's about selling music. It's also about taking women and knocking them down one more notch. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, it's about taking women, right? And knocking them down one more notch. Okay, and this is one reason why women don't get ahead in this country. Okay, now some women do, right? You know, but I'm I'm just saying that this pushes the the female species, the the stigma and and the the idea, right? And it, this is hurting women. This is not liberating women. Okay, so this is what I teach my life coaching clients, because most of my life coaching clients are female. They're women. Okay, they're not they're not young girls. They're full grown women. Okay. And if you go look, you know, on on Google, right? Here for you life coaching. Go read, go go read what's written from the reviews. They're, the majority is women. Okay, now I now I got guys too. I got guy, I life coach men as well. But go look at the females and what they write. Okay? Now that being said, right? This this kind of activity actually knocks women down a little bit more, gives more control to the males. Now if you think if you're a female, the 8% that listen to this show, if you're a female and you think that, that Cardi B and her, you know, popularity and her sensationalism doesn't hurt women, you need to think one more time. This hurts women, okay? Because not all women are like that, right? But it takes, you know, people see this. There's more conservative people out there than liberal. There's more people out there with morals than immoral people. Okay, there's more, and I'm not saying Cardi B is immoral. Okay, I know it's it to me. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll give you that. She's trashy. the The material is trashy. I'll give you that. Okay, it is trashy. I don't think I would want if I had a daughter, right? You know, I wouldn't want my daughter singing this song out loud in public. Put it that way. 
Now, if she's listening to it in her headphones, I cannot stop that. You know, I don't know if you guys know what your grandchildren are listening to. Okay, but this is shaping the future. This is shaping the future. Now, time and time again throughout history, we've seen a male-dominated country, a male-dominated society, okay, keeping women down, holding women down. For you 8% of women out there, you already know this. It's it's more of a struggle for women to get ahead than men. And that in, in the rest of the world, it's even worse. You know, try try being a woman in Saudi Arabia. Try being a woman in in uh, you know in Iran. Try being a woman in in other parts of the world where where it's even worse than America. You see, but in America they have a way. They have a way of keeping women down. Now I don't I don't think there's a committee, you know, like a committee that will sit down and go, okay, what can we do this week to keep women down? I don't think it goes that way. You know, I'm I'm not that that paranoid to think that it goes that far. Okay, but I will say that some of these things are thought out well in advance. You don't you don't launch somebody like Cardi B without some careful thought into several avenues of marketing, into several avenues of psychology, into several avenues, you know, without without thinking of the ramifications first without thinking of the benefits first, without thinking of the eventuality. You see what I'm saying? It has to be thought out in advance, right? These companies that put up millions of dollars for these people, right? And there's, there's a lot of pressure being put on Cardi B, right? And she was a stripper before she was, a, before she was an artist. Now, I'm not downing her at all. You know, if she's, if she's got that avenue to make money, okay. That's how she's making money. Okay, I'm not saying that that's how I would make it. Okay, I I wouldn't do anything like that. You know, if somebody offered me that kind of stuff, and okay, you gotta do this, you gotta sing this song, you gotta do that, I'm like, nah, I don't think so, right? But here's your big fat but. Okay, if your only way to get ahead was that, okay, you're gonna think twice. You're gonna think twice. And when they start throwing money at you, see, one of the things we were thinking about in advance was when we had our agent uh, from Florida, we had an agent in Orlando, Florida, John Regna is his name, and we were trying to get into Las Vegas at one point. And, you know, there was a thought that, okay, once you get into Vegas, right, they're just going to throw money at you. So the guys working in Vegas, they just throw money at them, Okay. And, and we can we can take uh, some guys, you know, as an example, but I'm not going to mention names, see? But there's some people, right? And, they, you know, next year, okay, we'll sign a contract. All right, you get 10000 more, 1 million more, 3 million more. Because they're in the money business. They're like a bank. Casinos are like banks, right? They get money brought to them. They deal in money. Throwing money at somebody is nothing, right? Now, you have to make the decision. You want to spend the rest of your life in Vegas and tied to Vegas and performing in Vegas and that's the only place you do that's you don't have time to do anything else your contract keeps you in Vegas you don't have time to go to New York and perform at Carnegie Hall you don't have time for that you're stuck in Vegas why well you're gonna contract you gotta work in Vegas but you're making millions of dollars right there was artists like that and they're popular in Vegas but that's that's all they're just popular in Vegas 
You see what I'm saying? And so, if but if this is the only way you can make money, right? You know, you, you yeah. If you're Cardi B, I mean, come on, you're not gonna turn this stuff down. And and that part, I give her credit. She's working hard. She is working hard. She's making money. Okay. But the the effect that I'm talking about, that's the part I'm talking about. The effect that that has on women and the way that is a reflection not only on the women of today, but how that is going to control women of the future. Your granddaughter that's sitting at her desk or whatever, sitting at home right now, right? Okay? In the sixth grade, okay, listening to this stuff because she is, she's heard it. Trust me, if she has a device, an iPad, she's heard it, okay? And she's going to be in high school pretty soon, okay? And she's going to graduate high school after that. And then she's out in the world. Now, by the time us guys are, you know, ready to die, okay? <laughs> by the time we're ready to die, Hawaii, she's going to have a significant role in the world. She's going to be out there, maybe in a corporation, depending on where she goes, Maybe she'll be a CEO. Maybe she'll be whatever she's going to be. But maybe she plays an important role in, in society somewhere. Okay? Now, these things have entered consciousness already. Okay? And this is part of her world or was part of her world or shaped her thinking or influenced her is where I'm going. Right? Influence. Now, when that happens, right, it doesn't just affect you at the time. This affects the way you think, right? And too much it is. This, this, this song is not the damage. Cardi B is not the damage. She's just one component. She's just one thing that, that's holding women back or that set women back. That's just one thing. There's many things, okay? But, but the danger here, right, is that when this happens, everybody follows suit and go, okay, well, that made, that made a few, uh, you know, hundred million dollars. Let's, let's come up with something like that. And everybody chases, everybody chases that. And pretty soon, guess what you have? Yeah, you have a garbage dump. That's what you have. You have one big garbage dump. And, and then what do you have? Well, you set women back another 20 years. Sometimes 50 years. Sometimes, they, you know, and it's just a control thing. That's all. It's just a control thing. Now, like I said, I don't think there's a committee planning all of this to set women back, you know, whatever. But when they see that opportunity, they definitely see that part. And I'm talking about men that are in control. Okay. And that, that's, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, Hawaiians. But what, I, what I'm trying to get across is that, yeah. You got to look at all these things and and yeah it would help if you looked at what your what your grandkids are listening to and it would help if you sat down and taught them some morals and it would help if you know if you could if you could get them away from this stuff but you know what in our days we had the same kind of stuff it just wasn't as intense right now they're pushing the envelope you see and we had all this we we had we had stuff we had okay but right now, it's just a little bit more out in the open. It's a little bit more intense, a little bit more trashy. And then, you know, so, that, so the question is, how far can this go? Okay? Because trust me, Hawaiians, this is going to go. Here we go. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I got to go, Hawaiians. All right, so remember, burn the bridge all the way down. Okay? It works for both sides. And watch what your kids are listening to and your grandkids. 
thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa Better, and his sister Jerry. Two convenient locations, one in Kaka'ako, one in Waikiki. Also, we got to thank our voice master, Enterprises, family of service companies, and Mr. Darren Chinen and AFMHawaiiMusic.com. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast is, is um, yeah, not the, the sponsors, okay? Don't blame our sponsors. You can blame me all you like. So email me at hereforyouusa at gmail.com. Till next time, I'm Junior Keiko. We have a junior. We see you. Aloha.